0: The Hard Shoulder on talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie
1: Supermarkets are obviously businesses and as businesses, they want you to spend as much money as possible while you're in there. Well, have you ever considered how they do it. What are the sneaky techniques or the nefarious some might say techniques to get you to spend money. Connor Pope is the Price Watch editor for the Irish Times and he has some of the secrets of the trade. Connor, how are you? Just some of them, Anton, I have to say. Well, first of all, explain why the bread always lives at the front. No matter where you go, Bread's always the
0: fork. Well, everybody knows the old cliche about the supermarkets wafting the smell of freshly baked bread through the ventilation system and that's to create this, these hunger pangs and it's to make us hungry because a hungry shopper is a stupid shopper and a stupid shopper spends more money. So that's certainly true and that's an element of it but there's a whole lot more going on when you first walk into a supermarket and like this is virtually every single supermarket in the world from Marks and Spencers to Lidl to Dunn's to Tesco across Super Value, across the board, th- most of these things apply and then of course in America it's A uh, by tenfold or hundredfold or whatever it might be. So it's not just the bread, but when you walk into a supermarket, the first thing you'll see is the fruit and vegetables, the flowers and the bread. Now, there's a couple of reasons for that. For a start, the colours, the bright colours of the flowers and the fruit and veg, stimulate the brain and they make you feel slightly more exhilarated. And when you're slightly more exhilarated, you're more inclined to spend money. Then the other thing is you put the fruit and veg in your basket. Okay, and you feel good about yourself, because look at me, I 'm buying lots of kale and lettuce and cabbage and apples. Am I amazing? So that means by the time you get to the junk aisles, further down down the shopping you've, journey, you've a foundation you feel of like greenery you've earned your, <laughs> you've earned this like there's very few people who would go into a shop and pile in all the booze and the chocolate, and then at the end of the shop go, i'll get some cauliflower. so if there's a psychological because I I'd always play. resent
1: this because I wanted to go by mass. Because when you put <laughs> you know you put all the vegetables and the bread in the bottom of the trolley crushed. and they're squashed. They're crushed.
0: But that's that's where that's where the you know clever packing of your trolley comes into place. And um, so speaking of trolleys, right, there's another interesting thing that's happened with trolleys over recent years. Now I'm not saying these things have a huge impact on their own, but put together um, be- behavioralists have worked out that these help us to spend more money. So a lot of people won't have noticed this but shopping trolleys have got much bigger in recent years. Like when I was a kid and when you were a kid like shopping, shop, shopping trolleys were a normal size. They were quite small. You couldn't fit a life-size human being in them. But then the, then the, the behavioural economists and the researchers worked out that the bigger the trolley the more we put in the trolley. So they they made the trolleys bigger. So then you'd put in your normal shopping and you'd look at it and go, that doesn't look right. There's something <laughs> missing there. i will have to... Put. And they've actually done the maths on it. So they reckon if you double the size of a trolley, people spend 20% more. Now, 20% in supermarket shopping terms
1: is really significant. Isn't there a lot of other little ones like that? Like if you put a 15% off sticker on something, prices go up With, or rather, purchases go up with something like eighty percent of shoppers because they don't know what it costs in the first place. Absolutely, no. The the
0: stickers thing, like we could do an entire different segment on how supermarket stickers work because they're just scandalous. Like, but and the whole buy two for deals and all these things, they make people spend more money. And the reality is that the supermarkets are not acting in our best interests in these in these circumstances, and nor should they. Their businesses, their job is, as you say, to make money, and their principal job is to get us to spend as much money as they possibly can. And that's why they deploy all these tricks. There's another cute one that they and when you when you when you when you see that when you hear this you think oh god I've noticed that if you're ever pushing your trolley up and down a supermarket every now and then you hit a little ridge right in the tiles like sometimes and sometimes there's little corrugated metal strips on the tiles and sometimes there just seems to be a little ridge that's not because they employed a dodgy tradesperson when they were getting the tiling done that's because if they put the little ridges in along our shopping journey. It slows us down. And they away. They don't want Speed us, bumps. They exactly. Supermarket speed bumps. They don't want us whooshing up and down the aisles going, got that, got that, got that, let's go. They want us to be slow. Methodical and steady. Did I way, read
1: something about the music contributing to this as well? That oh, they pick,
0: they absolutely. They, what they don't, they, they pick the, this, this almost soporific music, this slow incidental music that just slows you down ever so imperceptibly. And that's how they get you to spend more time in the shop. Another trick they have, and again, this isn't for every single supermarket, but people will notice. A lot of supermarkets don't have windows, and it's the same principle as the Vegas casino because the Vegas casinos don't have any windows because they don't want you to understand the passage of time. They don't want you to realize. Jesus, I went in here when it was bright and now it's dark. What is going on in my world? Uh, So they, they got rid of all the windows. They also deliberately move all the staples into different corners of the shop. So by the staples, I mean the bread, the eggs, the milk, the flour, the cereals, the things that everybody buys on every single supermarket journey. And the reason why they're in all four corners of the shop is they know that if we need the five things that everybody buys in a shop... And they're all in f- very different parts of the shop. We've got to walk the whole bloody shop to get to all so five it's, of it's, them.
1: It's a retail version of the QWERTY keyboard. That's Everything exactly is <laughs> willfully badly designed <laughs> to make you travel.
0: That's exactly it. But the other thing, the only th- uh, the thing that people will always notice is the dairy products are always at the back of the shop. And that's because they're known as destination products because dairy products, by their very nature, spoil quickly. So you can't buy three weeks' supply of milk. You buy your milk and then you need more milk so you have to go to the shop. So by putting the destination product, the milk and the cream, at the back of the shop, they know that if I just want milk, I have to walk all the way through the shop to get to the milk. And sure, while I'm there, I might as well pick up something like a jackhammer if it's in Aldi <laughs> or some cereals if it's in Dunn's. You never one... have
1: too many chainsaws, <laughs> <Thanks>. Goddard. <laughs> and,
0: and, and the other, oh, by the way, the other thing that kills me some is eggs. Now, you'll, you'll notice this when, when I say it, you'll start noticing it. Eggs, frequ- the display, The eggs display frequently moves in a shop. That's because eggs don't have to be refrigerated and they know that everybody goes into a shop, or at least most people who go to a shop, will buy eggs. So by simply moving the egg display Every, you know, three months, every six months, every four months, whatever it is, they know that we'll walk and go, now the eggs were definitely here, where are the eggs? Let's go look for the eggs. So we're going on an egg hunt. So that's another thing that happens. And another one that your listeners will be very familiar with is eye level supermarket uh, behavioralists have worked out that we're too lazy and I include myself in this. We're too lazy as consumers to look up or to look down when we're shopping. So we tend to shop at eye level and that's where they position the most expensive products. The products that they want us to sell. So you could probably say, and I'm just pulling this number out of the air you could probably save yourself 10% or 20% on your shop simply by taking stuff from the top shelf and the bottom shelf and avoiding the middle shelf entirely. The other one is the um, as I mentioned, you always see the chocolate and the booze at the at the end of your shopping journey, right? Because they don't want you, they don't want you to put the cho- they know you're not going to put uh, six bottles of wine and two and a half uh, no, you know, kilos for of once chocolate. Once I got that cauliflower,
1: as you pointed
0: out. And the other thing that I, when I heard this, I thought, no, that can't be right. But then I started to notice. it. Sometimes when you get to the off, now it's changed in Ireland slightly in recent years because of legislation, public health legislation. But a lot of the time, when you when you're in a supermarket and you go to the supermarket aisle, it looks slightly different. To the rest of the stuff. For stock. the off license? No, yeah, the off license. Oh, yeah. it's all mahogany it, yeah, and wood paneling. It's all wood paneling. And, and the idea is that they want to create the impression um, in us as shoppers that we're in some kind of classy gentleman's club <laughs> and it's time for the port and the cigars. So they, like, it looks naff, it looks ridiculous, but all of these things contribute to making people spend more and
1: spend more time and stuff. So, you see, you used a phrase there that I think, was, some may think that you, you used it lightly, but supermarket behaviors, that's a thing that. The whole category management is a whole Tens art form. Tens of millions form.
0: if not hundreds of millions of euro is spent all over the world every single year on how, to, on, on, on how to get us to spend more money. So here's my top tip. Two tips right to, get, to save your listeners a few bob. Well and first of all
1: is it possible because you use the casino analogy and the one rule is that it, the house always wins. So <laughs> is there any way that we can beat them or do you just surrender to it
0: and say No I no I there's, two ways, right? okay. there's two ways right there's two ways. First and this is the dull way that you, you, your, your granny would have you always shop at a list because when you shop at a list and don't deviate from the list, you win. Because you, you, and, and I'm not talking about a crumpled piece of paper like I have in front of me with my notes. I'm talking about some kind of you. You know, you can get it. There's an app for that, or you can just put it on your phone and you put all the stuff that you need on in your list, and you take, you delete it as you go, and then you've got. I've got my list done. Right, that's it. I'm how gone. do you do your list? I do it on notes in my phone. But but do, how do you order it? Well, I just randomly get my wife s- sends me stuff while I'm shopping. No, she no, no, adds no. no, no. She adds it hour. to
1: the notes. <laughs> The first thing you have to do is you have to write down everything you want and then you have to lay it out in geographical order. No, 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 no. You have it. to. <laughs> it's the only efficient way to go and say no, I'm on this and, and, the, and then you do them in no, columns to thinking, match no, the no, aisles.
0: No, no, no. no, you see, yeah, yeah, I, I, I might try that next time, but here's you the are. other top tip, right? And you're, I'm going to suggest that you do this. And next time you're in the supermarket doing your big shop, it doesn't work if you're just doing a small shop. You go into the shop and you go the wrong way, right? So you deliberately and willfully push your trolley down to the booth and the off license. And that's where you start your journey. And you go the wrong way around the supermarket. Now, it's not like the roads. They don't have supermarket police going. That guy's going the wrong way around the supermarket. There's going to be a lot of peer <laughs>
1: pressure. Like, so you're the, the first to you'll at see is the alcohol.
0: Then you'll see the chocolates. Then you'll see the cereals. And then, you know, by, by, by the end of it, you'll come, you've come to the flowers and the vegetables, and the bread. And it will be just interesting to see if your shop is any different. Now, listeners will probably go, I'll do that. And they'll be cursing me because it'll be a Sunday evening and they're tired, they're harassed. And by the way, another trick that they, there's two other tricks, by the way, that they have. First off, if you're a lot of supermarkets, the doors open inwards. But it's like Hotel California. You just can't leave because the doors don't open back out. So you have to go all the way around the shop and then you have to dance in between the tills to get out because the, you know, there's only one exit, one entrance and you can't get out the entrance, entrance entrance door. You have to go out the exit door. So you have to squeeze. And of course, in times of COVID, the last thing you want to be doing is squeezing in between coughing bodies, queuing up at a till. And the other thing that they do, and a lot of your listeners will be very familiar with the old uh, sweets at the tills thing and Fergal Quinn got rid of that to his credit. But uh, they, they still manipulate the tills in a very sneaky way. Because, first off, when you're queuing for your shops next time, notice there's no shelf space anywhere. Around the tills, when you're being funneled in, like like the obedient sheep that you are, there's nowhere. So that means when you're looking at your trolley, going, "Jeez, did I really need that thing? Did I really need that fourteen pack of extra chewing gum when I don't even like chewing gum?" Like, and you, you take it out of the trolley, and there's nowhere to put it, so you go, oh, feck it, I'll just leave it in the basket. I'll buy it because you don't want to just dump it on the floor." And and of course, the other thing that's So like, if there was a shelf, you'd, you'd put, put it, stuff back, they, and they they know that, like, because very few people are going to say to the person manning the tills, "Listen, I don't want that. Can you look after that for me?" Because it's just not in our nature because we're very pliant and then the other thing is they tend to have replaced the chocolates and the sweets and the treats in the good supermarkets with other things like magazines. Just loads and loads of magazines and I can't tell you Anton the number of frozen magazines that have come into my house <laughs> because my three and a half year old has found them and she just doesn't want the one frozen magazine because they all come with different toys. So I might have six identical frozen magazines with slightly different toys and it's just really hard to say no.
1: Let it go, Conor. Um, tech <laughs> saying, I do the same as you, Anton. I section off my shopping lists into fruit, veg, then fridge and freezer contents, <laughs> then miscellaneous. Otherwise you end up missing things along the way. Now that's how I pack at the end. I do the, pack at the end like that. Pack what goes in the house. That's a lovely way of doing it. Switch to online delivery if you can and you'll save even more suggests. Um, Kate, and one final one I want to ask you because you're an expert on on all things about consumer behaviour. I believe the Irish people are locked in a battle against the German discounters over the structure of tills. This notion of we'll put it back in the trolley, take it over by the window, and pack our bags—we're just rebelling. <laughs> is there any chance that they'll give up and put a bottom bit on their tills like no, God meant it no, to be? No, but actually,
0: there's two things. Two things that I quite like about what, the, what Aldi and Lidl do with their tills. Now they've denied this to me because I've put it to them, and they've said not at all. But one of the things that you've no- you noticed when you're in Aldi or Lidl is the conveyor belts are really long, right? That's because they know that, the, and the, you can fit about four shops, four full shops onto the conveyor belt but once we start putting our stuff on the conveyor belt we think Jesus I'm nearly done now we don't realise so th- even though there's still four or three people ahead of us with their mountains of groceries we think we're sorted and then of course there's that race and I'm really good at the race because they're scanning the stuff and they're throwing it at me and I'm putting it in the bags and I, like, it's a real challenge and it's a real sense of joy in my world and I have to say it's pathetic Oh for some of us it's <laughs> our only achievement in a week <laughs> We're living in COVID times for about a year the only social outlet I had was little and and when you manage to get all of your groceries into the bag before they finish scanning. Well, then it's win, win, win. Conor Pope, Price Watch Editor
1: of the Irish Times, thank you so much for coming Thanks in today.